0: Welcome to the Feminine Frequency podcast. I'm your host Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I am so grateful to be here with you today. We have a beautiful guest speaker, Guest interview with Elizabeth Webb, also known as Positively Elizabeth on Instagram. And we are going to be talking about having courageous conversations, positive psychology, and authentic leadership. This was a really potent, powerful interview that I'm excited to share with you. Before we get into the show, I want to remind you and let you know that this is the last week for those of you who want to join me for the Align and Magnetize Mastermind. This is my six-month mastermind experience for female leaders, healers, entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners. If you are someone who is looking to grow your business and scale your business with community support, with Sacred Sisterhood, having the support emotionally, energetically, and strategically for your business to grow from an aligned place. So taking your soul essence, taking your leadership and your power and infusing that into your business and having the support and guidance to do that. So if you'd like to find out more about the align and magnetize mastermind, you can scroll down in the show notes and click on the link to see all the details and apply. We actually start this week on Thursday. So April 1st, it's coming up very soon. And what I love about this mastermind experience is it is a mix between community support, having business strategy, and also having one-on-one coaching. So I've included one-on-one coaching sessions with each woman in the mastermind every single month to make sure that this is a highly customized experience where you get the type of support that you need. Plus being connected to the other women in this community who have so much wisdom and value to offer the collaborative energy that we create in a mastermind setting is something that is just not possible to create on your own in your business, like coming together and having that Uh, place to plug into to remember who you are, to remember your vision, to remember how powerful you are is something that we just can't do on our own. So if you're looking to grow your business in this way this year, and you would like some guidance and support, um, I'm here to support you. And again, we start this week on Thursday. So please make sure to fill out your application today by scrolling down in the show notes and clicking on the link. If you have any questions about the mastermind, you're also welcome to send me an email, amy at All right, let's get into the details for our guest speaker today. Elizabeth Webb is a positive psychology expert and master breakthrough coach. She has coached executives, founders, thought leaders, and celebrities for over 10,000 hours over the last 16 years. Wow, She helps clients develop their own intuition to have deeper levels of peace, full confidence in their decisions, and new levels of personal satisfaction and professional results. She has been featured in the New York Times, on ABC News, TLC, Sirius Radio, 2020, MSN.com, and the New York Times bestselling books such as Live It, Love It, Earn It. In the last year, Elizabeth has become the co-founder of Awaken Institute, a growth school for women that helps them navigate transitions and have major breakthroughs with a collective of female allies by their side. Elizabeth reaches over 20,000 engaged fans weekly on her writing and videos about how to live an empowered, joyous life. I had the opportunity to be a guest speaker in the Awaken Institute and had such a good connection and just really loved the women in that community. So I'm really grateful to be connected with the Awaken Institute and to share some of Elizabeth's magic with you today. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you on the other side. Elizabeth, welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. It is such a joy and delight to be here with you today. Thanks for being here. Hey,
1: hey. hey
0: Excited to welcome. be here. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some juicy conversation that's going to come through, <laughs> and I would love to have you maybe introduce how we know each other, because we meet, we met briefly, and here we yeah. are meeting again. So.
1: Yes, so um, our dear friend Tanya, it was her 30th birthday, and she really did it. You know, like, I love it when a woman just like really does it for her birthday. Cause I, I have that in me too. Like, it's like you really did the party. So she had us dressed in goddess attire at this beautiful house on the beach. Um, what was that? Was that in Malibu? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so. Malibu. And, you know, there was a, um, like, Shaman Durek, for people who know who that is, came in and did a, he- a group healing. And um, we listened to music. There was a beautiful spread. We laughed. We played. And it was just such a gorgeous gathering of women. And we barely got to talk, you know, like, there was a, a brief exchange. But I remember you making an impression on me. And being like, who is that? Like, what what is she up to? And then through being tagged in things, I saw that you are also empowering women. And I invited you to be on my platform, which you loved up our ladies with your wisdom and um, shared on Awaken Institute.
0: And now here we are. Now we're here. Yeah, we're that here. was a really beautiful celebration Tanya's a, a Leo so she loves all things celebration and Oh yeah that um, was a
1: Leo party <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> She uh, she asked me to come up to uh, like guide a sister circle for her birthday which was such an honor and something that I absolutely love facilitating for my soul sisters and I got to meet like some really amazing women who mm-hmm. I'm still in touch with so here we are and we get to Hi. really highlight your magic and Um, open a new portal today for whatever is meant to come through. Yes, We We were just talking before we came on live that there's a lot that's shifting right now in the collective, in our personal lives. And like a lot is being stirred up. So for everyone who's listening, if you're feeling that you're definitely not alone and I would love for you to just speak to like anything that you're noticing. It could be either in the collective, Mm -hmm. in your personal space, like what's happening right now from your perspective.
1: Oh, wow. Um, This is so real and raw and alive for me that it's possible that I might even cry (laughs) raw tears (laughs) because I have never seen a time where things move so quickly while also it feels like stuck at the same time, right? Like it feels like there's two energies happening at this at the same time for me. And maybe there's more than two. but the two that I can identify one is it feels like there's glial and glue and like like the flow of good action um, can feel difficult. Um, extra difficult. So there's that energy that's happening. I have felt that. I've seen other people feeling that. Not all the time, but yes, definitely. Like you know, things feeling a little bit extra hard. So there's that. And then there's also the peeling away of things that um, that aren't working or that aren't serving, or maybe even things that were working or were serving you. Like I'm noticing things. Shifting very quickly, people getting married, people getting divorced, people starting businesses, people closing businesses, partnerships um, being stronger than ever, partnerships combusting, um, some people having spikes in their income, many people having huge drops in their income, friendships being stressed, familial relationships being stressed. Can I get a like a all, handshake, all yeah, yeah, like holy shit. Like, life is wow. happening. Yeah, life is happening. Yeah. It's happening. And it's happening under under duress for many of us because um, I don't know about you. Like I know that you're in San Diego. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I've been a number of different places during, um, during COVID now, three different places. And the things that I set up in my life, that kept me well-balanced, that kept me sane, happy, flowing with energy were suddenly no more. And there, the, the offerings and the ways to get resourced are just much, much less. Even with some openings happening, it's just much, much less than it used to be. So that has put more pressure on our interpersonal relationships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Much more, much more pressure. And yeah. much more pressure on ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I've, I've I've definitely seen the effect of that.
0: Yeah, I can so see that. I think even in this time, of what I've been what what's normal too for right now is that the world has been stagnant. There's a lot of stagnant energy that's been brewing, and a lot of the areas where we have either. Um, like heightened experiences where you go to a concert or where you have social events or a lot of that stuff was stripped away. And it really has created a lot of tension in lots of dynamics, specifically relationally. I think, as you said, it's been huge and um, we've all been affected in different ways. What I'm seeing right now within myself, within the collective as well is something that you mentioned of, it feels like the rug is being, not the rug, literally like the floor is being, ripped out from underneath anything that is no longer aligned is being asked to be looked at and it's really painful and it's really Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and all of the areas where I believe that we are trying to control all of the areas where we feel are safe and secure where we attach onto those things are being dismantled are being taken from us and I know there's a greater plan I know that right now what i'm feeling is the the invitation and the initiation for deeper trust and deeper surrender and to release all that is not in alignment with the next evolution of who we are and who we are becoming and the process to getting there and the courage that it takes to actually release the old, like that stickiness that we feel is when we're, Mm -hmm. we're in the space of like being afraid to let go and, and it is fucking scary. It's terrifying. So I'm feeling a lot of what you're feeling. And I know we all have our own personal experiences. And also I know that you've been a seeker for a long time and on this path Mm -hmm. for a long time. And This isn't the first time that we've experienced it. It might be a more amplified version of what we normally experience, but whoa, holy shit. Whatever's happening right now is huge. Yeah. It does deserve a holy shit. It does. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) Yes. Grab grab onto whatever you can. Grab onto yourself because that's like all we got right right. now.
1: Grab onto yourself. Double down on anything that makes you feel alive, Mm -hmm. anything that makes you feel connected to source. Um, I have also found an enormous amount of comfort in female relationships that where the baseline is truth telling. And there's, I have absolutely no patience for chit chat or like how are you good you know like like all of that is like gone like it's it's tell me what's up show me your soul tell me about your pain make me laugh let's laugh cry and and be alive together otherwise like i'm not coming like i'm mm. that's the only thing i'm available for in female relationships also in business like the the fluffy bullshit stuff it's just Like I'm not interested
0: Mm.
1: and I've, I've never really been that interested, but now it's like zero, Mm. bring me the juice. Let's, let's squeeze it out of this because otherwise, what are we doing?
0: Yeah. Um, first your boundaries are really hot and (laughs) I'm like about to put together something really cool in the area of boundaries, because right now you're being so asked to like Mm. double down on that. And truth telling is something that has definitely been coming through for me. And it's something Mm -hmm. that we need in order to, to create the life that we want to be the, the, to live out our soul mission. I believe Mm -hmm. that we need to be honest with ourselves, with the people we love, with the people in our communities. Like there is no room for bullshit, like you said, and you talk about like courageous conversations. And so I'd love for you to really dive into that and share, like, what does that look like to really honestly speak your truth in a way that, that works in a way that actually creates the results that you want, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people feel, oh, if I share my truth, it's going to disappoint people. People are going to hate me. I'm going to lose all my relationships. Like it's not going to work out. Like that's what the, the mind tells us. So of course, tell me more about courageous conversations and how do we get there?
1: Oh yes. This is a very rich topic. So I will start with the caveat that not everything that is our truth needs to be said. So the first determining factor is for for each individual, for, for each individual is, is this mine to say? Is this mine to say? And, you know, there, there's um, a filter, and I can't remember, I, I feel like it's a... Um, an American Indian saying is like, uh, is it truthful? Is, Is this true? Is this kind? Is this in service or something like that? I didn't just nail it. I don't think that that needs to be the filter for every courageous conversation, but I do feel like there needs to be a pause. And first the internal work is, is this mine to say? Is a boundary of mine being crossed Do I have a need that's not being met? Do I have a need that's not communicated? Am I in the right headspace to communicate this right now? Yes or no. That's a lot to check in about before you actually even start the conversation. Mm -hmm. Because I would say, especially in romantic relationships, having the discernment around is this actually a need that of mine that is not being met consistently do i you know is this the battle i'm going to choose or is this person just being a human being and most of the time he's amazing and i need to let this one just roll off and and let it go Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so having discernment around that is first
0: um is that does that feel clear? Does that feel like? Yeah, there was one thing that I really wanted to Mm -hmm. add here. And the other question that we can really check in with ourselves here is, am I projecting? So in relationships, we often will project stuff from our past, project our own insecurities, pain, things onto our partner's, Mm -hmm. And when we, or if we approach it from that place, it will come across as blame. There will be, it won't be received energetically in the way that we want it to. And Mm -hmm. so really taking a look at your side, like, am I fully taking responsibility for how I've been showing up? Have I clearly expressed my needs or am I just like, having these expectations without being really honest and truthful, right? So like yeah. really checking in, like, is this my stuff that I'm projecting? And if so, you can still share it, but from that place of ownership, right? Hmm.
1: I also, that's, that's beautiful. I also want to add that nothing in nothing in the history of time has ever been said perfectly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like don't let, yeah. Don't let perfection be the reason to not communicate either. There's a, Beautiful dance is very signature to every single person about how expressed you need to be. And everyone has their own correction. If you veer on the side of saying everything all the time and TMI and emasculation and attacking and sharing, oversharing, then that would be the time to look more at pausing. If you pause and suppress, and that's your natural go-to is pause, suppress, put it over here for another day because I don't want to rock the boat and there's people pleasing, then you're going to want to look at amping up the volume. Mm-hmm. So this is very signature to each person's soul work. Um, and I just want to make that clear. Um, the anatomy of a courageous conversation. Um, and I didn't write out like a four part system. I've taught this material forever. So I'll I'll just go into the pieces as I see them. Um, one is making sure that the other person is available to actually receive what you have to say. So if the other person is tired, hungry, overwhelmed, in the middle of doing something urgent for work, it's there isn't a proper opening. So it's actually asking, saying like, hey, um, please God never say we need to talk, <laughs> you know, like, like throw that a word. There's something yeah, wrong. Yeah, like, <laughs> that phrase on fire. Do not say that abort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be like, Hey, um, I wanted to check in about something is, do you have a moment now? Is this a good time? And let them respond. You know, like that's a big part of women's work is to allow the answer and be willing for it to be a no or a later or after I get this email out. And then when there is the opening, starting out with something that is more neutral than you didn't, you promised you would and you did not, da-da-da-da-da, or I told you that I needed this and you didn't, that would be um, an aggressive start. But a neutral start is... You know, there's something that I need. There's something that I need that um, I haven't fully expressed yet, or I have expressed it, but maybe not in a way that you could hear it. And I, you know, I want to feel close to you. And right now I'm feeling less close because we haven't talked about this. Can we, can we talk about this? Or like, I want to talk about this. And, um, again, like wait for a response, not, not, doesn't have to be a monologue and then it's sharing your experience, right? Like my experience over the last few days has been, um, feeling disconnected. My experience over the last few days is, you know, I'm, I'm not hearing, I love you the way that. (laughs) no, I'm accustomed to hearing it from you. Like, is there something going on that I should know about? Or, um, like, what's your experience? Like, are you, and let them share. I'm stressed at work. I'm overwhelmed. I feel sick. I'm not at my full energy. This isn't about you, you know, like open up the energy exchange so that they can share their experience. Um, Sometimes, you know, I've skewed this conversation a little bit, so it feels like it's mostly about romantic relationships, but this could really work within any relationship. Sometimes men don't share it, you know, they don't share their truth. They're like, no, everything's cool. Everything's fine. Like, I'm not sure what you're, what you're talking about, babe. Um, and that would be a time to share more of your experience and like how, what makes you feel connected and what makes you feel disconnected. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel most connected when um, I'm hearing how you feel. I'm feeling most connected when you walk in and um, you come over and hug me or or touch me in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel most connected when um, we have time together where we don't have any devices. And I've noticed like that's slipped away. Like, would you be interested in like making a sacred time where we both don't have a computer or a phone or a TV or anything around us. And we really like reconnect. Mm. And you can also tell them, this is Alison Armstrong. Um, she has a, a conversation called a needs conversation. Part of a conversation she teaches women to have um, you let the, the man know, or even the friend, you know, or whoever know, like this is what this provides for me. So when you come in and um, instead of like doing busy work, if if you can come over and just give me a big hug when you walk in the room, when you come home, it makes me feel um, seen, loved. Like it makes me feel closer to you. And then if you need to go do some other things, I'll be set because I've had that reconnection. Mm. So this is what that provides for me. And then you can also ask the the wrapping up of the conversation, assuming that it's been received and the other person is being receptive. You could say, this is what this looks like. This is what this does not look like. This is it looks like coming over and giving me a big hug and letting me know how long you need to do your own thing and all have an understanding. It doesn't look like you need to hug me every 5 minutes or I'm going to be mad at you. You know, it doesn't look like, you know, stage 5 clinger central. It looks <sighs> like check-ins, right? And um, is there anything that you need from me in order to to provide that? And he or she might say, "Yeah, I need a reminder. Like when I walk in the door, I'll be like, "Come here." You know, mm-hmm. like remind me the first few times so we repattern this or I need um, you to instigate it sometimes, or um, if I miss a few days, I need you to like lovingly tap me about it, not bite my head off.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I know with my partner right now, um, we had gotten in a deep pattern of, um, like I was doing a lot of complaining.
0: Mm.
1: I was doing a lot of complaining slash venting, there were some things going on and still are that were a bit beyond our control. Um, And I was expressing it as like crankiness and, and emasculation. There was some emasculation definitely like flowing from me. And I had to check myself. I saw him get less expressive, pull away, be less verbally validating, touch me less. And I was like, Ooh, like, this is not good. You know, this is a moment where I like, I could either pull away. I could start doing power plays. You don't want to touch me. I'm not even looking at you. Like don't need you. Like I could start doing power plays or like, what is my side of this? Oh, he's, he's not coming over here because it's not freaking safe waters. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, duh, you know? Um, and sometimes it's not that simple, but in this case it really was, it was, as, as soon as I was letting him win in some way, shape, or form, the, the affection and the warmth was back.
0: Mm, so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing and I know that relationships can feel really complex. And I also am a true believer that when we are willing to have these courageous conversations and be honest and ask for our needs and do it in a way where there's so much personal ownership and responsibility, that that is the way that we deepen relationships. That is the way where we create aligned relationships where both people's needs are met, where it's not just one person requesting, but where both people feel safe and seen and heard and loved and like. There are sometimes times where there's course correction, and where there's there's if both people are willing to look at it and be honest, that I believe is the foundation for if you can quote unquote say successful partnership. I don't even really know what that means, but like partnership that actually is aligned and that is honest. And mm-hmm. um, most people aren't willing to go here, and so I really appreciate these specific examples because. I think the behind the scenes of relationships is often just really hidden. It's like not oh, yeah. transparent at all. It's like most people are and couples are struggling with very similar things, and so to have this framework and to even just start to open this conversation about how do we how do we navigate these rocky waters if they do come mm-hmm. up and when they do come up, right? And I've
1: noticed to your point, I've noticed that um, a lot of female thought leaders hide details about their personal relationships and put out myself, I, I include myself in this, put out just enough information that is somewhat true, but also on brand, Great. Right? Mm. Because we're in a leadership position, we're, we're sharing information about like communicating or, or helping people. Um, there was a long time, eight years, where I focused on just helping people in their love lives. And it's something that I have a natural genius for and an extreme talent in it, but it also felt um, vulnerable to assert myself as an expert in that space because people always wanted to know what was going on with me. Like, do you have it figured out, sister?
0: Mm. And
1: I felt I felt under, um, under the gun and I felt an extreme amount of pressure. And that's something that... Um, I'm still healing. I'm still healing that, that I get to be a human being and be on my own journey while I am leading others and sharing deep medicine with other people. Like I don't have to have it perfectly figured out on the mountaintop and start sharing and teaching when I'm 80 years old, when I can say I've been happily married for 50 years and, you know, then share. And if our female leaders wait until we think our lives are perfect to, to share our medicine, we're going to get ripped off. The whole world gets ripped off.
0: Mm. Yeah. I'm hearing authentic leadership where we can Mm -hmm. be in a place of our medicine, our magic, our truth, our authenticity, and also like, Reveal transparently that we are human and take ourselves and take each other off of pedestals of this idea that anyone has it figured out. Because let's just be honest like, we are all in this journey of life, figuring it out one day at a time. And there are definitely lessons and teachings that you've learned from past experiences, past relationships, past business failures, successes that actually make us better teachers. Like, the reason why my clients and my community resonates with my message is because i'm a living example of a real person who has gone through similar challenges who has made it out the other side and who is still on my own journey sharing from an embodied place of like hey like you know this fairy tale idea that relationships are supposed to last forever or success happens overnight or Mm -hmm. that like it's just like eat whatever you want and your body looks a certain way like (laughs) all of that shit is like yeah see it's true (laughs) these are all these are all like fairy tale beliefs of what it means to quote unquote be successful and Mm -hmm. something that's coming through really strong right now and I don't know how it's going to come out of my mouth but it's go for it that the messiness of it all is actually like the truth that that we get to look at the same patterns that have happened. We might have to look at them five, six, seven times until we've actually closed the loop on something and that it is an ongoing evolution and a journey. And we don't have all the answers. However, I think what what really as leaders we do is that we're willing to look at it and we're willing to do the things that a lot of people aren't actually willing to do yeah. because it's fucking scary.
1: Yeah, it is, it is fucking scary. Um, one of the phrases that I use is at least I've danced to dance or at least I'm dancing the dance. Mm. I'm not pretending like everything's cool when it's not cool, when something's off, I experience it. I go into it. I go to the core of it. I go sometimes really fucking dark with it. And then I come out the other side of it. (laughs) And on the other side is freedom. You know, freedom doesn't look like pretending like everything's okay. And sprinkling glitter on some bullshit. you know, freedom looks like knowing that you can go to the dark, fiery depths of your own personal hell, walk down there, see what it looks like, see what is your worst case scenario, experience those feelings, know that you can come back, have a safe container to come back to. Maybe this is something, you know, I have a women's community where we go really dark places together and when, and we help usher the woman back. I'm sure that you have something similar in the work that you do because then it's, it's not like you're in your room by yourself. Like if I let myself go all the way into this sadness, I don't know if I'll get out of the fetal position. You know, first of all, I believe that most people that have some self-development work under their belt can probably go to the depths for a moment and come back to to make that scream or i, I last night i screamed in a towel mm-hmm. took a towel and screamed into it like a freaking tribal wild scream because i was so frustrated mm. and then i shook it out and i didn't feel better instantly but you know what 10 minutes later i felt a lot lighter Mm -hmm. a lot lighter. Um, one other thing that I want to share as a, a tool, it, it feels like your, your listeners and followers are probably, if not very spiritual, spiritually curious. Um, I have invited, so I have a personal relationship with a saint that I channel Um, I channel in different ways, but one of the ways that I've been most interested in recently is channeling the energy of Guadalupe. And I have ceremony around playing a song that invokes her motherly light healing presence. And I invite her into the deepest, darkest parts of my emotional health that I sometimes experience. And that was at the suggestion of of one of my mentors, Nani Lea Diamond. (laughs) She was like, have you invited Guadalupe all the way into places you would never want any human being to see? And I was like, no, I have not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like, great idea. (laughs) Like, I'll try it. (laughs) What's the worst thing that could happen? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I will try it.
0: Mm. Thank you for sharing that. And I... I love this truth and this honesty of like what it takes to get to the freedom on the other side of like Mm -hmm. going to the deep, dark depths of the pain of, and there's a lot of pain that we're carrying as a collective, but Mm -hmm. really allowing yourself to go there and knowing that you don't have to go there alone and that we're actually not meant to like be completely isolated in that experience and so i love this you know sisterhood mentorship coaching healers whatever you get to do but like allowing yourself to be held by life by god mm-hmm. by angels by spirit by friends by you know like by life and and letting yourself be held is so much part of the feminine and the rest receptivity of receiving support and you know, this is such a beautiful truth coming from you who, you know, your brand and your platform is positively Elizabeth. And we get to see that, like, you know, it's not about spiritual bypassing. It's not about pretending that everything is great all of the time. So you have a background in positive psychology and I'd Mm -hmm. love to hear just like, how does this all play into, you know, this idea of, of inviting more positivity into your Mm -hmm. life, but also keeping it real and, and not bullshitting.
1: Oh, totally. So when I created the brand Positively Elizabeth, it was because I was just um, certified in applied positive psychology. And to me, positively meant full expression like not positively positive, not bubblegumly, bullshitty positive, but like positively fully myself. And um, you know, I've seen since sometimes people are like, oh, it's the positivity queen. And I'm like, you do not know me. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I love about you too is like you so can fit, like if you wanted to, this like mm-hmm. sparkly, um. Uh, cheerleader, like <laughs> you have that like energy and like you are also so real and you don't mask any of it. So I, I love that mm. like this this platform and brand and like essence feels so good because it, you are like all of it and not just be what people might think of positively as Elizabeth.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't think that Any brand can um, fully encompass a living, breathing human being with whatever, you know, like it's still a brand. You know, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you got to choose a URL and like do the thing. So like, it's not, it's not perfect, but I was like, there was a time that I was like, maybe I should start like another Instagram account. That's like bitchily negatively (laughs) and like, and show that side too. And like, (sighs) you know, have a dance off with the two, um, whatever, you know, it's some, sometimes people will just see the bubblegum. Or they'll see um, whatever their archetype, whatever or wh- whoever you remind them of, you know, whether it's the cheerleader from high school or whether it's the sister that did this or whether it's the mentor or whether it's the unattainable X, Y, or Z, um, people I think will see what they want to. And the people who care to go deep with me, which are, are many, mm-hmm. um, we go, we go deep. Like I'm here to keep it real, not to keep it positive um what's beautiful about positive psychology is the definition of happiness is not the absence of pain the definition of happiness is experiencing frequent positive emotions so if that is so as the definition of of happiness how can we stack that in our favor you know if Pain is very much present, which for most of us right now, it is. Struggle is present, pain is present, suffering is present. That does not negate our happiness. We need to add as many things that make us feel alive as possible. Laugh as much as possible. Feel, experience fresh air as much as possible. Dance as much as possible get hugged and nourished physically as much as possible if there's a pet in your life that brings you joy you know leaning into those things so that in terms of numbers we're experiencing more frequent positive emotions than we are the painful emotion emotions anything we can do to tip the scale that's just mm-hmm. you know what the research says um and I find that really freeing. I find that definition of happiness really freeing. Um, there was a time in my life where I had um, suddenly lost my father, and my father was my soul buddy on the planet. You know, like that was my person, and um, I, I still mourn his death. And also in that moment, I chose that while I was going through this extremely brutal loss, that I was going to infuse that time with as many positive emotions as I could. So I started hula hooping. He had a um, health food store in my hometown, Blacksburg, Virginia. I got a hula hoop that was sold in the toy section of his health food store. I brought the hula, I started traveling with the hula hoop. I started for his um, funeral. I invited everyone to wear bright colors and bring, you know, memories of him that would light up the room. Um, it and it didn't take away an ounce of the pain. The pain was so so present and brought me to my knees. And also, there we danced. You know, we danced, we hula hooped, we um, laughed, we hugged, we shared memories. And um, for those of us that are experiencing any kind of loss right now, we can't mask the pain. We're not trying to teach you how to unfeel. Add and infuse as much as you can that makes you feel supported, nourished, alive, inspired, seen, heard, enjoyed. Like adding that very, very consciously to your life is where it's at right now. That's that's one of the ways to to really get through this time, and one of the ways that positive psychology can save your ass right now.
0: Mm such a beautiful, powerful message. And those examples of how during such a hard time in your life, how you infused I don't even know how you went there, but clearly that's what you were guided to. And I know that that brought light to other people who, you know, were also experiencing loss and grief during that time. And Mm -hmm. being a beacon of that is who you are. That's who you be. So thank you for sharing that. I know that there's people who are going through all types of darkness and pain and all of the things right now. And as a collective, that's what we're carrying right now going through this whole pandemic. And I have been really, you know, the, the question that's coming to me is like, how can we live more? How can we experience more aliveness, more pleasure, more joy, Mm -hmm. more play. And it it really is an active choice. And what I know to be true in my own grieving experience presently is that, Sometimes we're not ready to go there yet and to really honor the time of allowing yourself to be in the grief and the pain and the sadness without trying to jump to that part of being positive or thinking about a better vision for the future or mm-hmm. um, you know, imagining and dreaming how everything's going to be okay. Like if you're not there yet, that's okay. And we get to determine for ourselves at what point, do we get to pull ourselves out of that and not stay stuck in that? Like there is, a, there is a shift, there is a moment where like the heaviness does release and also there becomes an active choice where we get to say, okay, like, yes, I still get to grieve. Yes, I still get to mm-hmm. experience this pain. Yes, I get to let it come through and and be part of my life. Mm-hmm. And no, that doesn't get to take like you know, a whole two years for me to never see sunlight again. Like that's not an option. Like we. Oh, hell no. Right?
1: No, we are not talking about taking out a, you know, a new lease down in the the hell zone. (laughs) (laughs) We're, We're talking about walking the fire, maybe for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe for 10 minutes. Like I screamed in a towel for 30 seconds, if that. Mm -hmm. last night i was willing to go there with the rage just enough because i was looking at my face and i looked frozen
0: Mm.
1: and i was like "Mm, what no (laughs) no like where you at girl all right Mm. i gotta run through some of this um and it's of course it's okay to not be ready it's um it's and for someone who's not ready for the new vision, for the new dream, if you're in a place of mourning or loss, what I would definitely recommend is extreme self care, exquisite self care, exquisite tenderness with yourself, like learning how to be your own mother and ask yourself, like, what would the perfect mother? do? What would the perfect, you know, like if an angel mother dropped down (laughs) and did the perfect angelic things to nurture you, like what would she do Mm. and do them for yourself and create that for yourself? So it's not a time of self-torture. It's a time of self-nurture
0: amen uh oh, yeah. that, that, that that's where we're <laughs> gonna wrap because that that's all we need to hear right now like such deep nourishment and self-care and self-love and like use all the tools essential oils crystals cards putting a hand on your on mm-hmm. your heart and on your belly and being with yourself breathing getting out in nature like there's so many things that most people mm-hmm. aren't utilizing and don't even have access to which is why they numb out or why they zone out or try to block the pain because it fucking hurts and because yeah. it's hard. And so having these resources and tools and using them to the best of your ability, I think is such a gift that you can give yourself and mm-hmm. really a way that you can love yourself and and stay connected to the faith, even when it's not super clear, like even when it doesn't feel so like light and love and all the things. So. We went there today.
1: Amen, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep bringing the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, most of our suffering comes from pretending. That's my experience. Um, so you know, pretending creates wrinkles, pretending creates bad shopping purchases, pretending creates (laughs) more (laughs) pain. Mm -hmm. so the more you can put yourself in an environment like amy's community or my community or your own communities of of badass women who are truth tellers or just lean it lean into what's real
0: Mm -hmm. amazing so for women who want to learn more about your community and continue to hear the truth from you where can they find you
1: Um, So our group program is under Awaken.Institute, and we do a gifted 30-day experience for women that want to try it for 30 days at Awaken.Institute. And then my personal um, library of work and ways that people can book me on podcasts or reach out to me um, for speaking engagements, I'm at PositivelyElizabeth.com.
0: Amazing. We will link all of that in the show notes today. Thank you so much for sprinkling your magic, (laughs) your truth, and for being here with us. This is such a gift.
1: My pleasure.
0: Have a beautiful day. Thanks, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Feminine Frequency Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Instagram, share it in your stories, and tag me at Amy Natalie Co. and you can tag Elizabeth as well. We would love to connect with you on there. And a friendly reminder that if you are interested in joining me for the Align and Magnetize Mastermind, that starts this week on Thursday, and you can find the link in the show notes from today. Thanks for being here. We'll see you on the next episode.